Hi, I'm Michael. I'm from the Czech Republic and I'm a Coldplay fan. Welcome to Cold Talks, the Coldplay Fans Podcast. Once more, one other week that we are here discussing this four British guys, five if you count Phil, and their adventures, <laughs> and our adventures as Coldplay fans. If it's your first time in here, I hope that you feel welcome and that you connect with the stories that we are telling here since the beginning. This podcast has been active since September last year, so I had lots of stories already. I felt that today would be nice if we start, if we kick things off by saying thank you. So thank you if you're listening to this for the first time. I hope you feel welcome as I told you. Thank you if you were uh, listening to this since the beginning. This is very special for me. Uh, I don't know. I'm grateful today and uh, decided to begin the podcast <laughs> in a grateful way. <laughs> Before we go to the actual conversation, I have something, some news to tell you. So pay attention. This is the news part. First thing, Code Talks is not on Wednesdays anymore. This is the last episode that is going to air on Wednesdays. Instead of Wednesdays, we're going to move to Thursdays, the following day, okay? Why is that? Because I got a new job this, this year and it's getting quite hard for me to publish that on Wednesday. And I'll have more time to do that on Thursday, so that's why, okay? I usually tend to publish in the mornings here in Brazil, so mornings like 7 a.m. BRT uh, time zone. So um, if you wanted to know, that's usually the time. So that's it. This is the last episode that we're having on Wednesdays, okay? From now on, Thursdays. Second thing is that next week is the last episode of the month, which means we're finally starting Inner Talks. Inner Talks is an experience. <laughs> Let's begin it like that. Inner Talks is a collaborative episode where I listen to you guys and what you have to say. Usually we have a question that is going to follow everything. Uh, if you have listened to any episode on season two, you know that. Uh, it's a question that I answer in the end for every guest here. And also to you that are listening, this month's question is, Coldplay is ending their career or a part of their career on 2025. How do you feel about that? Now what? How do you see? How do you react to that? But stick to the end because there's something. Listen to what the, the guest is saying. Listen to what everyone here is saying. Maybe it's going to be a great uh, way to begin answering the question for you. You have two, maybe three ways to answer that. Number one is... Go to the description section of any episode here and click on the link right after sending an audio message that you can have your voice here uh, on Code Talks. The other way is if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, is to scroll down the screen and answer it via text. You're going to see the mom's question in every episode from season two and of course for that mom, in this case from February, and you can answer that on text. And the third kind of way to answer it is to go on Twitter and answer me that. I sometimes I ask that on Twitter. And well, I have already got some very nice and interesting 
comments about that fact with you guys. So thank you very much if you answered. Thank you very much if you replied to me on Twitter, send the, the audio message or whatever. I appreciate that a lot. And moving on to the actual episode. Today we have Michael. He's from Czech Republic. You have just listened to that, I know. Uh, we have a very honest conversation. And something that I think is very nice, I'm, I'm going to comment that on the episode as well, is that this podcast is a place for fans, for people who has love stories with that band and want to share them. So we can create a space of freedom to talk even about the things that we don't like very much, which doesn't mean that we hate the band. Of course not. But it means that we have a healthy relationship that we can see things that we can say, oh, maybe this, in my perspective, should have been done in a different way or should be done, I don't know. We can, have, we can share our opinions properly without this being a message of hate to the band, to the fans or whatever. And I'm very glad that this kind of happened today. Michael is known on Twitter from his hot takes. Some of them are here in this episode. Some of mine are here in this episode. But I'm pretty sure that everybody's going to take that very like nicely and gently because it's just... An opinion, okay? We can share that. And Michael himself said something about that on this episode. Like, we can learn so much from other people's opinions related to Coldplay or related to life. So, that's it. I, I expect you to have an open mind for this episode and to all others for the sake of, well, communication. <laughs> that being said, well, I want to ask you who is listening to follow Cold Talks on Twitter and on Instagram. We are Cold Talks Pod. If you like what you listen here and if you want to support the podcast, please consider buying me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash pod. You can support the podcast with any amount you want. And remembering this is not mandatory. <laughs> this is just a support if you want, if you have the money, if you have this is a very safe platform used from all around the world. So yeah, that's it. Also, please consider liking and following and subscribing, whatever, to our podcast. And if the platform that you're listening to us right now has any sort of ratings, stars, liking, or whatever, please consider rating us the, the amount of stars or the amount of points that you think that we deserve, okay? Without further ado, let's go, Michael, Cool Talk, Season 2, right now. Michael, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thanks. How about you? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty good as well. It's so nice to have oh, you here. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's so nice <laughs> to finally have you here. Like, um, you have already been mentioned some in some specific moments here in the podcast. So it's it's always nice when oh, like really? yeah, mm. uh, it's always nice to have. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to have like um, those links. Like sometimes someone mentions some like another fan that has already been here or not, and when they're not here, like we can have that person later in the future. Mm -hmm. So it creates like a, a web, a, a connection web, a, sp a spider web uh, among the episodes. It's funny in the end. Oh yeah, I get that. So how do you introduce yourself, Michael? What do you have to say for the people who only know your Twitter handle and now they're listening to you? Oh, okay. So I'm actually Vietnamese. I'm 21 year years old. 
and I'm currently a student. What What do you study? I study a course that's called tourism. If that oh, makes sense. Yeah, we have it here in Brazil. I don't know about other countries, but we have it here in Brazil as well. Mm-hmm. I know it. In, in my university, like I, I already graduated last year, but in my university, oh. I remember every time that someone talks about the, the tourism course, <laughs> I remember uh, specific places that I cannot mm-hmm. even describe, but people from tourism, the oh. tourism course, they have classes in a different kind of... Uh, Building? In a different place. It was not, yeah, it was not the regular buildings. Oh. But okay. their buildings was actually, I can send you a picture of that. Their buildings were way nicer and way wow. more. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but the place is very nice. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't look like a, a classroom building. It's It looks like a, it looks like a house, like a very small house. And like everyone's <laughs> dreams in the university was actually to take classes on the tourism um, mm-hmm. part of the of the course because there it was just so nicer and so more I don't know interesting. Well, lucky them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you want to take like an internship here in Brazil, I I, I know where to find the best classrooms for you. <laughs> well. Thank you for the offer. I'll think about that. <laughs> okay, you talk so you talk about that later in the future. So Michael, of course that you are a Coplay fan, that's why you're here, not here to talk about tourism. But we can talk about that later if you want to. Oh, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so um let's begin with a small description, a small profile about you mm-hmm. and Coldplay. What is your favorite Coldplay song? I know that this is the most difficult part of the podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can cheat. Like, you don't need to pick one. But mm-hmm. uh, what is your favorite Coldplay song? Well, nowadays, I always say that my favorite Coldplay song is All I Can't Think About Is You. Ooh, that is a recurring one here. Lots of people, you tend to talk about this one as their favorite. Well, it's actually the song that made me fall in love with Coldplay. Wow. How long have have you been a Coldplay fan? Um, I've been a Coldplay fan for almost five years. Got it. So it was like the end of a half full of dreams era that you got into the band. Oh yes, exactly. Can you tell me a little bit more about that period of your, of your life? Like what did you see in, in Chris, Guy, Johnny, Will and Phil that like, made you realize, oh, this, th- those guys are nice. Like, I want to be a part of this community. And, and how did you got into the community? Can you tell me a bit more about that? So I've been aware of Coldplay for most of my life yeah. because I knew their tunes. I know that their songs were played on the radio or yeah. on TV. So I remember listening to Clocks, Viva La Vida or Paradise in the past. Yeah, the classics. But I... Th- never got into them properly at the time because it just didn't click with me at all. But I had a soft spot for them because I didn't hate the music or I didn't despise them. They were (laughs) acceptable. Yeah, that's a great starting point. (laughs) (laughs) So I just keep checking their, I kept checking their songs because sometimes I came across their new songs. I was like, oh, new Coldplay. I should check that out. Yeah. So I gave it a listen and then I was like, hmm, it's good, but sorry, not my cup of tea. Got it. 
And then I saw that they released a new song or a video on YouTube called All I Can Think About Is You. Got it. So I just played it out of curiosity. So I was listening. At first, it sounded a bit boring, but I kept <laughs> on listening. And suddenly the piano climax got me hooked and it just mesmerized me. Yeah. I was stunned. I was amazed. <laughs> and that was the moment I realized, oh my God, I love Coldplay, which is, <laughs> which sound, which is ridiculous, but it is not. It, <laughs> it felt like lightning struck me. Got it. Yeah. There and then. Yeah, I think that's the power of of, of Coldplay, right? In the end, it's like when you see you're so hooked and you're so like involved by the song and, and by everything that it's happening that it's just irresistible. I remember <laughs> you talked about all I can think about is you. I don't know if I have already if I have already told this story here. But when this song mm-hmm. got released, I was at a, at a wedding. Oh. And it was kind of a surprise release. Like I, I think they announced it the day before. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't expecting. I don't remember why. Um I remember I was at a wedding and I, I got to, I, like, I checked my phone for, I don't know what reason. And I saw the notification of, of YouTube, like Coldplay, mm-hmm. all I can think about is you official lyric video. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay. And, I mean, it was the wedding of dear friends of mine. Like I, I really oh, wanted to yeah, be there, <laughs> but at the, in the other hand, like there was a new Coldplay song that I remember there was a teaser with that, mm-hmm. like. It was everything that happens in the song before the bass comes in. So it was very, it was the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And there was everything that we knew. It, it's basically drums and guitar. That's it. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember listening to that like the day before and, got, and, and thinking like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be something. And we <laughs> already got hypnotized by Kaleidoscope EP. Mm-hmm. So our expectations with Kaleidoscope EP was like very high because because Hypnotize was just mind-blowing. And after like oh. a very pop-oriented era, like to have a song like Hypnotize that is more like mm-hmm. soothing and, and, and like more smooth mm-hmm. than the other one. So it got us hooked. So I remember I was at that wedding and everything that I'm telling you right now got into my head. So I was like, okay, I'm going to run to the bathroom for like five minutes and I'm going to listen to this song. And that's what I did. Like I interrupted my friend's wedding and he doesn't know about that until today. But like I interrupted my friend's wedding. I went to the bathroom and I listened to this song on my headphones. And I don't regret at all. Like it was a very nice experience and uh it made me even happier about my friend's wedding because it's a very beautiful song about love. So why not? Oh yeah, of course. It was a very strange release day for me, but it was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh it's nice. Um something that I have been noticing is that when they released a half full of dreams, they got into a different kind of people turning out to be their fans. A Half Full of mm-hmm. Dreams was a very big album for them in terms of getting into new people and getting into new uh, audiences. Oh, yes. And this is very nice because mm-hmm. like, I remember that era. I, I, I noticed that that was something that was happening, like new people getting, getting into Coldplay in a very passionate way. But 
like recording those episodes and recording this podcast, I I'm actually meeting those people. And this is so nice. Like, oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. Like in the beginning, that was just uh, like statistics. Like, yes, there are people, there are new mm -hmm. people that are knowing the band because of the album. But now I'm, I feel like mm -hmm. I'm getting to know those people. And this is, it's so small, but at the same time, so beautiful and so interesting. I really like that. Oh, yeah. I get that. Maybe I can guess your answer, but I'm, I'll be, I'll let you answer first. Since your favorite song is All I Can Think About Is You, what is your yes. favorite album? <laughs> My favorite album? Oh, well, it keeps changing. That's okay. At my end. And currently, I would say that my favorite Coldplay album is Parachutes. Wow. <laughs> okay, I would guess wrong then. I was guessing I Have All Dreams because of what we have just talked about. Well, not really, but it used to be my favorite Coldplay album when I newly got into the band. Yeah, I think this album, lots of people went to their tours for the first time with this album. That's my case, by the way. Like I've, I've been a Coldplay fan for a long time, but that was the first opportunity I had to see them live. Mm -hmm. So I Have Full of Dreams has a very special place in my heart because of that. Like it's not my favorite album, but when I listen to the album and I close my eyes, like I can remember the tour Oh, and I can remember yeah. everything that happened. So it's so wonderful. It, it's different. Yeah. But can you talk a bit more about Parachutes? Like why, why do you think it's that, that is your favorite album? I know that that changes and this is something nice, mm -hmm. but why did you give me that answer like right now today? Why? Because the album has a great flow and considering that it's a winter in my place or at my place and it's cold. So the album feels like a warm hug when I listen to it. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. This album has this. It's so it's such an intimate album and, and oh yeah um, absolutely that yeah that it feels like a, a very warm hug as you said like I feel I feel that this album is like a classy warm hug like <laughs> I I also like look at that I know that this didn't happen but the sound of it when I looked to like Chris Guy Johnny and Will back then because of the sounding of the album I feel like they are <laughs> like on their tuxedos and very like <laughs> like handsome looking and this, <laughs> this album is classy to me. Mm -hmm. It gives me this idea of, of a classy tour like on theaters and they are very well dressed and playing those songs like, oh. in a very smooth sound. I don't, know, I don't know why when I close my eyes, I can think about that when I listen to Parachute. Mm -hmm. So when you said about that hug thing, I can imagine like four classic guys in their tuxedos giving me a warm hug in a very like fancy <laughs> theater or well, something like that. Am I being too crazy? Does that make sense? How adorable is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. My mind go to very dark places sometimes. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, it is clearly. I know that I'm a bit crazy. I'm sorry about that. But um, yeah, so you said that sometimes it changes from time to time. I remember Kyle when he got here. I think it was Kyle. This is very common to happen. Like Coldplay has nine albums. The good part about that is that we can choose whatever fits our mood the most. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah. If you want to have a, 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 a warm hug, you listen to Parachutes. If you want to like just celebrate life, you listen to I Have All Dreams and this kind of thing. Oh yeah, I see your point. Yeah, right. So I usually ask those things of, oh, what's your favorite album? What's your favorite? Just to see you guys struggle because I know that is not an easy question. And I know mm -hmm. it's not easy to answer, but um, I don't think that it's that easy to answer that question because it's a lot of songs and it's a lot of albums. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. You're yeah. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> More recently, we had like a new Coldplay record. It's almost six months old. That's so strange for me because it doesn't look like. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Music of the Spheres is real now. And I want to know, like, what is your opinion about the album? How did it hit you? How, how, what, what? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I think that's a bit polemic. Uh, you were, you had some hot takes on Twitter that I want to be here. <laughs> and that's why I asked this question. But feel free. I mean, you're not going to be judged about that. So what do you think about Music of the Spheres? I'm sorry, guys, but... Music of the Spheres is nothing but a hot mess. Wow, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> That's a hot take. This is going to be the intro of the episode. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> to cancel you on internet. No, I'm kidding, I'm not going to cancel you. I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what do you think that? I have some um, thoughts on that as well, but I want to listen to you first. Like, come on. I think that the songs are kind of disjointed mm. although i think that's the point of the whole album yeah. some people say that about everyday life do you agree with that like the everyday life is a bit messy and that's the idea well i think that everyday life is really kind of messy but it's not as messy as music of the spheres yeah <laughs> i truly get you wow i truly get you <laughs> I, I think that music of the spheres for me sometimes, I, I remember I commented it that, and making a quick note here, I mean, um, I think we are in the best place ever to talk about those kind of things because Coldplay is my favorite band and I, I guess it's your favorites as well. So like we need to acknowledge when sometimes like, it's not even that they did like a bad job or something like that. That's not even close to a bad job. Mm -hmm. It's a great album after all. Like something that I used to tell here is that even though sometimes Coldplay makes albums that are not the best from them, mm -hmm. they are albums. Like they have a concept. It makes sense as an album. It's not just a group of songs. Do you agree with that? Oh, yes. <laughs> see your face right now. Okay. It's a collection of songs that makes work. Of art. Yes, it's not just like random songs. I think it's it's nice to establish that when we talk about like lowest scores, Coldplay records or something mm -hmm. like that, it's just because like the level is so mm -hmm. high that I, I know that it's sometimes hard to achieve. That's not a great word, but it's not like it's it's difficult. It's very hard to like make a very nice album as they already established mm -hmm. as their level like from previous albums and those kind of things and and that's uh, i don't believe in rankings mm -hmm. anymore like i don't think it's fair not only with coldplay like I, i don't like the idea of ranking the songs in an album or the albums in in the discography of a band i just um i don't know like why why to do that like 
isn't it more interesting to understand what the musicians of that made that record are trying to say right now instead of comparing it to an, an album that it's like 20 years old that is another mm-hmm. band another guy so what do you think about that do you, how do you, how do you see like ranking oh well i can see where you're coming from in fact i enjoy ranking albums and singles of my favorite really? musicians because that way i can f- find out which songs or albums of theirs I prefer more or less. Got it. It's a nice hobby or something like that, but I think sometimes on Twitter, like everything on Twitter is 10 times more intense than than it actually mm-hmm. is in real life, right? So sometimes people get like so like intense when they're talking about- They get about, upset. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if you say something about someone's favorite song or favorite band, like it's the end. I remember that Lady Gaga thing that we had in the beginning of Higher Power era. Do you remember that? Oh, well, that was embarrassing. (laughs) That was so embarrassing. And like people were just so, not only like Lady Gaga's fans, but Coldplay fans as well. They were just so like intensely. And I, like myself included, sometimes I saw myself like trying to talk to people who were not able, like were not, they didn't want to listen. So why am I wasting my time like talking to those people about oh, yeah. a billboard that Lady Gaga did something similar? So I know what you mean. Yeah, Twitter make things um, more intense than they actually are. I know that. So, but when the the topic is rankings and and this kind of things, like sometimes people get offended mm-hmm. because I said that I like I don't like this or that album, and I don't like, th- and that's why I think that's so interesting that we have the opportunity to say like, oh. For me, like in my opinion, music of the sphere is a bit messy, <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, that's it's still oh, yeah, a great exactly. album. I still listen to it, right? Well, I think that although some people are not fond of my hot takes and unpopular <laughs> opinions, I love your hot takes. Please continue. <laughs> it's still sensible to share them, so I can discuss them with someone else, and maybe they'll tell me, "No, you're wrong." You don't understand that at all. You have to look at it from my point of view. So you get it. And yeah. maybe I'll think, hmm, maybe they're right. Maybe I need to uh, put myself in their place and realize their attitude or their approach. So then yeah. I can maybe reevaluate my sentiments yeah. and my opinions. Yeah, and that's the magic of it, right? I remember when Music of Disputes came out that I, I was not a big fan of Beautiful track um i don't know uh, it it didn't click for me in the beginning but i see lots of people saying like oh i i didn't enjoy this song in the beginning but now i'm i'm kind of getting it and that same thing started happening to me mm-hmm. so um not saying that this is the best song that coldplay has ever done it's clearly not <laughs> uh yeah i see. <laughs> see right? you're not a fan of beautiful that much i guess well, it was the other, other way around in my case. At first, yep. I kind of enjoy it, but then I realized that I hate wow. the, the vocal effect. Got it. It's so great thing. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't listen to it. Wow. Yeah. It's difficult. Like in the beginning, it's. <laughs> It's, it may sound a bit like, and some people have already talked, I think it was Frank, yeah, it was Frank that talked like, mm-hmm. 
it would be nice to see Chris performing it with his own voice, like li a live concert or something like that. It would be nice to see oh, Chris yeah. performing the song like properly with his voice, the whole song from beginning to end. Because we know that it's it's Chris, just like very high pitched. Uh, and I guess mm -hmm. I ran away, the Twitter user I ran away, posted what it originally sounded. I don't, I don't know if you, if you catch that on Twitter. I think that I might have come across it. Yeah, this went a mm -hmm. bit viral when the song released, like in the release of the album. She like lowered the pitch of the song so we can have like an idea of what Chris vocals were actually recorded. And it's just so nice. I don't know why they did that. Like I know that the concept of the album, like Angel Moon, is uh, a character of the album. And this kind of thing, and I get mm -hmm. that. And that's my whole deal with music of the spheres. Like, um, I got the concept. I love the planets. I love the alien languages. Um, I love the fact that each of of mm -hmm. the alien languages represents something. Like, they're not just random languages and random planets. Like, do you have Spotify? Oh yes, I do. So yeah, when you when you listen to music of the spheres on Spotify, they have their like mm -hmm. the, a small description of which planet. And what they represent. So, like, Echo is the duality planet, as we have on humankind, because humankind has this duality of being human and being an alien at the same time. Like, uh, mm -hmm. Ultra is a storm planet because a very stormy song and heavy song, and and Bloom for beautiful. And I I like that. But at the end of it, I don't know. I still miss the development of those planets and how this word of the spheres yes. works together. Mm -hmm. Maybe on tour, we're going to have that. I don't know. I miss that. How, how do you feel about that? I, am I being too, like, <laughs> am I complaining too much? <laughs> no, no, you're not. I think you've made some good points, but I believe that maybe they should release a new comics series yeah. to, to make it more clear what the spheres are about. Fact. Yeah, but I think it's also fun to make theories to speculate. Yeah, what's the point of the planets? What's going on on those planets, and so on. So we just can discuss them, talk about it, and yeah. just wonder what Coldplay wanted to convey or express by those planets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that part of the theories, and I love to like imagine things that are just going to happen on my mind that are clearly not like <laughs> we're cool play wanted but in my mind it makes just perfect sense but well I love that mm -hmm. part as well but I I would love to have more material from the band and something that it's mm -hmm. nice to say about anything from music of the spheres is that like the album has actually just came out it's very recent mm -hmm. the tour haven't even started so I think we have lots of things from music of the spheres to happen this year Mm -hmm. So um, maybe we're complaining in quotation marks. I don't think we are complaining. Oh, yeah. And as I told you, like we are, even if we are complaining, we we have the right to complain. <laughs> like, we're oh, yeah. true fans. We're there, we buy merch from their stores and, and we pay expensive taxes and and, <laughs> and, and, and shippings and those kind of things. So we, <laughs> we are in the place to complain, but love the band at the same time. Phil, mm -hmm. if you're listening to that, I love you. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't blame me. That's not the point. Oh yeah, we're we're actually consuming their music, and we're yeah. their customers from the business point of view. Yeah, and they sell their products, and they are products themselves. So they should listen to the customers and realize what we want from them. Don't you think so? No, I think that this is just a very honest conversation. Like I'm <laughs> not supposed to. The word, the verb is not like, but I'm not supposed. Like we, we are human beings. We can have like critical thinking and and mm-hmm. analyze things as they are. So I'm not saying that to. I mean, we are not saying mm-hmm. that as any kind of attack. So mm-hmm. that's the point. Like why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just our hopes and dreams about an album and of a band that we love. So that's okay. <laughs> that's me trying not to be canceled. So. Oh, it's just maybe I'm just too honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's honesty. That's it. You got mm-hmm. the word. It's honesty. I would love to have something like as they you talked about the comics and on mm-hmm. the the my universe music video they basically like confirmed that this spheres things are are connected somehow to the Milo Zalato era mm-hmm. and the whole mythology that they created for that era with the comics and. With The actual album, even like the visuals and those kind of things, I would love to see more of that and and more about the planets, more visuals. We we had some um, something about Chaotica on Higher Power music video and three other planets on my universe. We had Bloom. Mm-hmm. I'm a very bad Coldplay fan, <laughs> but we well, had others. I'm worse. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> some people that got here, like they they know the details for everything and I'm, I'm just so jealous like how do you remember that like <laughs> some people remember like specific dates of specific concerts of specific things that they have they even they, they haven't even been to but they remember like when the concert was where what time of the year and I was like I admire that I, I don't have this ability well I wish I also had that ability yeah right it's it would it would be It would fit better for me as a podcaster that has a podcast about Coldplay, but I cannot. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it's Epiphany on, on, on my universe video. I think it's Epiphany. Bloom. Flores. Bloom is the name of... See? Bloom is the name of the language. The, the planet is Flores. So it's Epiphany, Flores, and another one that I don't remember. But whatever. We have like a little of each planet... And we have a lot of, of the languages now of the music videos and this kind of and we cannot complain about the music videos. They're just awesome. But I, I would love to see more. But what are your theories about like the whole spheres uh universe and those kind of things? Do, do you have anything that clicks through your mind that, that you want to see or something like that? Well, actually not. I don't really think about these theories or you know the concept behind it because For me, it's most importantly about the music itself. Yeah. The theories, the planets, just a nice bonus for me. Yeah. And if it weren't for the other fans, I don't think that I would have ever started engaging myself in the theories and the conversations about them. Yeah, that's that's something nice uh, to talk about with fans. And I think that Coldplay does this kind of things exactly because of that. Like, oh, let's give <laughs> them something to talk about and, and see their theories on Twitter and laugh with them at home. Like, uh, I remember when the, I think it was Minecraft. I don't know, when a, a specific game out there released some posters Remember that 
the posters that we... Wasn't it Fortnite? Fortnite, yes, it was Fortnite. It was Fortnite. Yes, we were clown hard. Yeah, we were so clown. And I, I'm pretty sure that Phil was there on Twitter laughing so hard at us because of that. <laughs> because, I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and we were like, oh, because I remember on the day of Glastonbury, Phil used a green oh, yeah. heart emoji. And the major mm -hmm. color on those posters was green. And people started connecting the like the oh, so Phil used that. And so that's it. So that's that's official. And and people got crazy. Mm -hmm. But that was just like Fortnite. It was not Coldplay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean But that, it was fun while it lasted. It was so fun. And that's the point. I mean, I remember entering on Twitter and everybody was talking about that. Everybody was so thrilled. And even though we were clowned as usual. Mm -hmm. It was nice, like just having. Oh the yes, community. it was. It, it's again something that it's nice about creating a community around a band. We can just like mm -hmm. be ourselves and and be clown together. I guess. Well, I'm usually observant, as I don't think too much about the theories, but I enjoy retweeting the posts. Yeah. So other uh, fans could see it. Yeah. And just witness and watch them discussing. So that's also kind of fun when you're just observing and trying to figure out what their thoughts are and so on. Yeah, yeah. I have sometimes like um, I tend to be more of an observant, as you told, as, as you said, right? I I don't have the creativity of like uh, uh, creating theories. That's very rare. I I enjoy that part as well. Like it's it's. It's just, it's, it's, it's as nice as see the people who are creating that and saying, oh, this relates to that. And I remember Brooke, mm -hmm. Brooke is making a very nice um, series on her YouTube channel about the Milo Zaloto oh. comics. So I admire that mm -hmm. just so much because, um, and she mentioned that when, when she got here, she was the first guest, she was the first episode of Cold Talk. And I remember that she mentioned that she was going to do that and now seeing those episodes coming out and such a very nice um, deep dive on those things. And I, I wasn't able oh, to yeah. read the the comics for Milo Zalato. So it's so nice that we have someone that's saying, look, this connects to that and this is because of that. And, and I don't know, mm -hmm. I feel so um, happy. <laughs> that's the, It's very simple. Oh yeah, I actually admire those people such as Brooke. Yeah. who is able to come up with those theories and explain them to the rest of the people because sometimes I don't get them myself. So it's yeah. really good to hear someone else trying to make it more clear Yeah, and so on. Yeah, when, when my universe video came out, like people started to make like threads on Twitter explaining how some things connected to both the planets, but also like, to the to the Milo Zalato music videos and, and explaining each character and that kind of thing. And I was like, you're doing that for free? Like nobody's paying you for do that to do that. Like you're just doing that because you like it. I'm so grateful for that because like Oh yeah, so am I. Because after that, when you when you rewatch the music video, it gets so much richer. And that's the whole point. Like there are so many references that that you each time you watch it, you have a, a different perspective and because of the mm -hmm. community. So that's just so nice. I really appreciate the community because as we said, they make the theories, they come up with 
new ideas and so on. So it's really great to follow the others. So I can sort of keep up with the news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't like out of, of Coldplay Twitter, like there something that I, I, I experienced a lot here in the podcast, like they're nice people. You know, like well, they're amazing, aren't they? Yeah, I remember sometimes that, like, I don't know. Once I had to delay an episode because like lots of things were happening in my personal life, and I had mm -hmm. to delay some two or three episodes because I wasn't able to, I don't know, to edit them. But and then I posted it like, guys, I'm I'm having a hard time, and and I'm sorry, but this won't be out the day I promised that it would. And then I got lots of replies saying, no, that's okay, and. From people who mm -hmm. sometimes have never seen my face and don't know who I am, they're just like, oh, I hope that you're well and I hope that, um, that everything is okay. And if you want to chat, like my DMs are open and those kind of things. And just because they saw like a struggle in tweet, I appreciate that so much about our community. And that's a hundred percent connected to Coldplay. Like I think that mm -hmm. if Coldplay wasn't the band that they are and, and if they weren't the people who they are. Oh yeah our community wouldn't be like that so oh yeah that's right i think that you hit the nail on the head yeah i think that we're just trying to try to be like the band members you know because we actually listen to their music we look up to them so naturally we also would like to be like them i think some of us learn a <clears throat> lot with them right not only musically, but the message they're putting out everywhere. Like I remember when I first saw that thing of uh, everyone is an alien somewhere that they started doing to promote music of the spheres. Mm -hmm. That hit me hard. Like that was when the whole idea of the album clicked for me because, and I think that was the day that they announced the album. It was, I think mm -hmm. it was the first time that they put that message out. Like everyone is an alien somewhere. And that is spread all over Coldplay's career in lots of different ways. So I started to mm -hmm. listening to some stuff that I was, some songs from 20 years ago that I already knew with that in <laughs> mind. Like, mm -hmm. and it seems like when you listen to like songs that are 20 years old, you can relate to something that is happening now with the band. Like the message is the same. Like I have a very strong feeling that Coldplay is repeating a message since their beginning and now it's getting sometimes each each way more clear for us it's and it's it's so nice to see that the essence of the band is, remains the same mm -hmm. first to finish i have something that i usually ask in the beginning but we kept talking it and i've like led that to the end what about like mm -hmm. live concerts have you ever been to a Coldplay concert? No, sadly, I've never oh. been to any Coldplay concerts that's, before. That's so sad. But have they announced the concert in, in, in around you with, with Music of His Fears? Oh, yes. Actually, yes. In Germany. In Germany. There are few concerts that are supposed to take place there. Yeah. But I haven't purchased any tickets because, well, there are some difficulties that wouldn't allow me to yeah. buy the tickets and go to the concerts, which is a shame, but it's fine. It happens. I guess um, they still have a long road in front of them. I guess live events are always going to happen. And even though, and that's 
how I want to end. Like, we know that Coldplay is going to end in some quotation marks on 2025. How do you feel about that? Like, now what? Like, Coldplay is going to stop making new music. I don't think that they're going to stop touring, but this is like personal information. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're going to stop making music, maybe the, the way that we know. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Like, how do you react to that? Well, I actually had mixed feelings when I learned about that at first. Because on the one hand, I was thinking, Well, if that's what the band wants, so be it. Yeah. I guess I'd just be happy for them. And on the other hand, you know, I didn't really know how to interpret that, like how to understand it. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they're going to announce a residency in a few years, or, mm -hmm. or maybe they're going to become a nostalgia act, such as they're going to tour and play the same songs over and over. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people say that that's a half full of dreams tour, but I don't want to enter that territory, like <laughs> to play the same songs <laughs> again and again, but I don't want to enter that point. I, I, I sometimes, somehow or, I like that, but well, whatever. Or maybe they're just going to release non-album singles, you know, just yeah. a few singles here and then. Yeah. Or, you know, like maybe one song a year or two singles per year. Christmas songs again, right? <laughs> I love Christmas songs. Oh yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, me too. I remember an interview that Chris said that like they already done Christmas lights and that's their Christmas song. And like, they're not going to do any different Christmas songs, but I think we can hope that in the future. I don't know, I like Christmas lights so much and maybe like, 50% of, of my feelings of, of Christmas Light, it's because it is a Christmas song that we can listen to to that song in that uh, specific time of the oh year. Yes. And everyone starts posting about it at the same time. And I love that vibe and the atmosphere that the song has mm -hmm. in the community. But we got from Coldplay ending to Christmas Lights out of the blue. But yeah, I truly got the, the same mixed feelings that you described. Like, um, it's it's weird. It's something I would never like. Uh, we we see that coming, but we clearly are not prepared. I truly respect that. Like, they are musicians. This is a profession. This is a job, and they should retire some some mm -hmm. some moment. But it's strange, isn't yes, it? Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I guess people don't oh, yeah. get it's that that much. Weird. <laughs> it's weird, right? Have you ever have you ever have read Roadie, the book by Matt McKinn? Um well, I started reading it at one point, but I've never finished it. Yeah, I got the I, I'm finishing so I'm still, it now. So I still need to complete it. Yeah. But I think you can get my point. And have like, you read it? Yeah, I'm finished reading it now because I had the book, like I, I bought the oh. book when it got released here in Brazil. Like 10 years ago, literally 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I borrowed it to a friend. My friend, like, I lent it to a friend and I never got it. Like, oh yeah, like, I read about that. So, I, yeah, I posted that on, on Twitter. Remember you shared something about that. Yeah, I, I tweeted <laughs> that some moment this this month. But so this happened and, and I never, like this friend got out of the country, so like, I, I didn't have the opportunity to read the book, but now I bought it again. So now I'm reading, and, and like the book is sold out. Like I got to buy it second-handed and it was a bit more mm -hmm. expensive than I wanted to, to, to buy it. But 
But what I want oh, to you have the see. printed book, right? Yeah, I have, I have the printed book. I don't think they made ebooks. Oh, I actually have the ebook. <laughs> oh, they did ebooks about that. I, I don't remember they making ebooks about that. I tried well, I to find that. I saw it somewhere, so I bought it naturally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I tried to find ebooks, but I couldn't. I don't know mm-hmm. why. But yeah, what I was going to say about this book is that when you read Brody, even like the first chapters, that it's just the beginning of the band, you can literally read like very thoroughly how much work and and the amount of things that you need to do to have like a tour. We're talking about 20 years in the past. So, and even when the book got to the end that Matt like properly talks uh, talks about Viva La Vida tour and Viva La Vida era, Mm -hmm. that it's way more complex and that they got way more things to do. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like, you can see, like, very thoroughly. Sometimes Matt McGinn does something that I really appreciate it. He lists, he puts the time, he, he makes a small timeline about, like, so the show starts at 9, so at 6 we're doing that, at 7 we're doing that, and 7.30 we're doing this, this and that, and then this happened uh-huh. that was not in our plan, so we have to put something more in our schedule that we're not waiting to to do that so it's like very mm-hmm. fast and lots of things happening at the same time and this happens like every oh, night yeah. in every concert everywhere in lots of parts of the world so people sometimes we don't realize how difficult it is yeah and how tiring it should be mm-hmm. i understand that it's it's easy to understand but sometimes we don't realize that so if they want to retire to only tour every like Five years, mm-hmm. I think they're old guys. They need to understand that they're in the forties, almost fifty. Oh come on, they're not old. They're on the middle age. They're in the middle age, but if we get the like some other artists, like I don't know, like Olivia Rodrigo, that it's twenty, <laughs> Billie Eilish, and this kind of thing. Like if we get the mainstream culture and the mainstream artists, mm-hmm. they're kind of older than than the vast majority of them. <laughs> like Chris Martin, I'm not saying that you're old. You're not old, but <laughs> if you compare it to those, so uh, so if they want to retire somewhere somehow, I truly respect that. Even though, like, I would love to be able to go to a Coldplay concert when I'm 50 <laughs> with new songs and those kind of things. Oh yes, but who am I to judge, right? So, um, well, maybe they are becoming old <laughs> and growing older, but. They still seem to be young at heart, don't they? Yeah, I interviewed Jimmy Dushku here. <laughs> I, I, do you know Jimmy? Oh yes, I've already heard of him. Yeah, he, he has gone to like 90 Coldplay concerts. He has a very specific type of relationship with the band. And he told that Chris and mm-hmm. Phil told him once that they were going to be touring to the, their 70s. <laughs> Like, we don't mm-hmm. know if that's a joke or if that's something that they actually want to do. And I really see them doing that. Like, I see them as a band that is going to, like, even though it's kind of sporadically, I see them as a band that mm-hmm. is able to play live for a long time. But, yeah, I mm-hmm. would love that. I would love to have, like, a Coldplay concert. And, and okay, they would be brilliant. I would love to tell, like, my grandkids, like, you know this band? I follow them since they're, like, since I was 15 or something like that. A teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, 
I know those guys and, and I don't know, to have like stories to tell my grandkids about them. <laughs> I would love that. And like yeah, take my, my kids and my grandkids to, to their concerts and, and be like a whole family <laughs> of gold players. Mm -hmm. I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate so much that you separated a bit of your day to talk to me mm -hmm. and to us that are listening to well, that. And um, do you have anything, any last words, anything to say that uh, you didn't have the opportunity? Well, I would like to praise and <laughs> give shout out to my fellow fans on Twitter Ooh. because, you know, there are so kind they are loving yeah they are charming they are simply amazing <laughs> i'm really grateful that i know them yeah i remember that you told some some day somehow i think it was already 2022 that if you ever stepped in on code talks Vinny should also do that remember <laughs> that <laughs> oh yeah well that's because i saw some of our mutuals Uh, talking and trending about that. Well, Vinny, he should guest on your podcast. So I was like, yeah. well, maybe I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon and do the same thing as them. So I just <laughs> followed their lead. You just did. That's oh, yeah. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Vinny, if you're listening to that, you are invited. You are already invited. Like, just hop on. It would be awesome to have Vinny around. Well, here. Um, do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so Michael thank you very very much uh, feel invited to come back whenever you want like this is your house this oh is, thank you that's great yeah this is it I hope that you felt home that you felt uh, happy and, and welcomed here this is the house of co-players <laughs> on Twitter mm -hmm. well it was fun talking to you oh thank you I hope that you have a great time so Michael thank you very much I hope to see you again have a great week And see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. And that was our conversation with Michael, this great, great guy from the Czech Republic. I really love to talk to him and see what he has to offer. Again, it was a very honest conversation. But yeah, I'm here to recall you that next week we have the last episode of the month, which means that we're going to begin our first Inner Talk series that I talked in the beginning. So remember, the question you have to answer is, who plays ending a part of their career in 2025? How do you feel about that? What do you have to say about that? And well, this is just a guide for you. If you want to talk about any other kind of Coldplay related uh, comments and questions, that's the place for you. You can go to the description section of any episode here and send in a voice message in the link you're going to have there. Or if you're listening to Code Talks on Spotify, you can scroll down the screen and answer this question in text, okay? So that's it. Thank you very much. See you all next week. Remembering on Thursdays, not on Wednesdays anymore. And thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.
Thank you so much for listening to Code Talks. This podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by me, Rodrigo Saminis. I also made a soundtrack of the show, which is original since season two. Graphic design is made by Luis Eduardo Pinheiro. I ask you please to rate the podcast and follow us in the platform that you're listening to. It helps us a lot. Also, if you like Code Talks and want to support the show, please consider buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash CodeTalksPod to donate whatever you want. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CodeTalksPod, P-O-D. Thank you very much and see you next week.